0: welcome back to the crazy over easy podcast. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. And if not, I hope you're going to choose to make it a great day. If it's your first time here, welcome. Love having you. Um, I definitely like to uh, record my podcasts as if we are in the car, in your kitchen, just chatting. And I kind of just give you what's on my mind and where I'm at today in life. You might hear my dogs, Chevy at the moment is wanting to play ball. You might hear my five-month-old son, he is in the room next to me napping, and we are crossing our fingers that he actually naps today. So, welcome to my reality, but I do think that it is important to... Um, I don't know. Be real. I feel like social media, as many of you know if you have been here for a long time, I like to mention the fact that I think social media sometimes creates barriers, and my whole goal is to take down those barriers. I want to take down those walls, help a lot of us feel like we can resonate with one another, whether or not we are on the same journey. I think it is very important that we can find connection with one another. Um, I know that I think we all... Uh, yearning for connection. I think that is a big thing. And obviously, in today's society, we don't have a lot of opportunity to connect, even if it is with our loved ones and our friends. Obviously, with current world issues and COVID, we're kind of being, um, I don't know, confined to our small bubble or just our home. So, Anyways, a little bit of an insight on where my podcasts come from and my intentions behind them and just sharing a little bit of the crazy over easy life. So with that said, I'm not sure if you guys can hear Caden in the background. I do apologize. Like I said, his room is right next to my office. Um, We haven't tried the cry it out thing yet. Uh, He is over five months, so technically he can developmentally cry it out, but mama can't handle it. So... (laughs) I do have his monitor in front of me and his palsy has fallen out, so I might have to put us on pause for a sec, but today I want to actually talk about a topic that kind of came about when I was writing my book yesterday. So if you are unaware, I am in the process of writing a book. It is called Bless the Hot Mess, which I think a lot of us can relate to. I am so excited about it, but... A topic that I keep finding myself coming back to is my dieting. I'm sorry if I sound out of breath. You guys, I've actually pressed pause about six times now to put Caden's Posse back in and rock him a little bit. We are really working on things, but Naps are just not his favorite. He's pretty good about putting himself down, but every now and again, um, it just doesn't happen. So anyways, that's my little mid-podcast update Chevrolet. So back to what we're talking about. I've noticed that I bring up my my dieting culture a lot throughout the book, especially because a lot of it um, correlated to me and my size and everything, and one thing that was kind of an ongoing trend is diet of the month, and I wanted to talk about this. I know I've brought up my, um, you know, valu- valuing myself based on my size. I know that I have brought up my fitness journey, however, with it being February, with it being you know, a little bit past that new year, a lot of us might be reevaluating the path that we decided to take at the beginning of this year for our health and fitness journey or comparing ourselves to other people who maybe hit the ground running that first month and were not where we thought we would be, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, I kept thinking, I was like, man, I need to just write a chapter about diet of the month because... I can honestly categorize each season of my life based on a diet I was having, I was doing, whether it was for high school dance, whether it was for, um, gosh, you know, summer for being in a swimsuit, whether it was for recruitment in college, whether it was, you know, for your wedding, everything. I can honestly almost tell you my weight for every single aspect of my life when it comes to a monumental kind of memory, if you will. So graduating high school, all those things. And I think a lot of us end up comparing ourselves to those seasons of our life. So oh, I weighed X amount of weight, like that needs to be my goal, that's what I graduated high school at, or that's what I graduated college at, or, um, you know, I started as a freshman in college at this weight, I want to get back to that because of the quote-unquote freshman 15, whatever it may be. While I do think that there is a time and a place for us to maybe clean up our diet, clean up our routine, start showing up for ourselves, start being intentional, I think it's very easy to fall victim of that current diet of the month, that current situation that you are in. And if you are anything like me and you do have that ability to kind of recall, oh yeah, I was doing Weight Watchers at this time, or I was doing Nutrisystem and nothing against these things. You guys, that's what I did. I have literally done everything in the book. And I think that's why I have such a strong passion and such a desire now to help women. And that's, I mean, I I guess you could say I'm almost guilty of it because I do always host, you know, challenges and whatnot. But if you're in my groups, you really understand I focus on lifestyle. I will help you every single day over the course of 365 days. Obviously, there's four times a year when we do host those eight-week challenges, and maybe we dial things in. But it's honestly more to just help you guys create those new habits, create those new steps To develop that lifestyle. And I can guarantee you a lot can change in eight weeks, but it's not going to be this forever lifestyle if it's something you cannot sustain. And I think it's really sad, you know, when I think back on my life and I think back on moments that I maybe missed out on because I was in a certain season where a diet was defining that season of my life. And I was talking to a good friend the other day and she called just to kind of check up, but then her first question was, hey, how come so-and-so loses so many more calories than me? Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. Chevy just turned on the Roomba and apparently it's somewhere in my office. Chevrolet. Um, she was asking, you know, how come so-and-so loses so many more calories than I do doing the exact same same workout. And I was like, well, how do you know? Like, what are you using? She's like, oh, you know, it was our Apple watches. First of all, if any of you guys are using any type of Fitbit Apple watch, please just use it as a gauge. Definitely don't use it as an end all be all. I like to look at it as, okay, on walks, I usually burn about this much. I don't take that number as a literal number. I use it as a measurement. But anyways, my friend was, you know, or is working really hard on finding a new routine for herself, finding a workout that works, and she was struggling because she was comparing herself to one of her friends who just loses faster than her, loses weight faster than her, can do the exact same workout program, but still start to see results sooner, and I think that is a struggle of a lot of us. And for me specifically, this time of the year is a trigger. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. This time of the year, I start to see people who have really hit the ground running January 1st are seeing incredible results. Their energy is through the roof. You can just tell they're going through that lifestyle change that they needed to, to kind of gain that confidence in all aspects of their life. And February is also just a triggering month for me because it's like, okay, where am I going for spring break? I don't have a spring break trips anymore, but back in the day in high school, college, all of that, it was definitely a big thing. Like you would literally diet down for these college trips and whatnot. So I think mentally... February just kind of becomes that, like, okay, I need to nail it down. Where am I going to be in 12 weeks? And then it also leads into summer. And I grew up on a lake. We moved back here a few years ago. So being in a swimsuit is definitely a prominent aspect of my life, and wanting to feel comfortable in it is something I've always strived for. Comfort sometimes, though, for me, leads to being the smallest version of myself. It doesn't always actually lead to embracing my body. So that is kind of a different situation. But I can guarantee a lot of you are also kind of, hey, maybe I didn't hit the ground running the way I wanted to. I want to take these steps, but as I've talked to in many of my episodes, or talked about in many of my episodes, that fear of failure is there, right? I know for me, I took January as a month to set a new morning routine. I had to finally admit to myself that there was no way I was going to get back my quote unquote old life or old routine. I kept trying to make it work where I could wake up, read my devotionals, journal, figure out my workout, whatnot. That's just not my life anymore. And that's okay. I know how to create habits. And that is what I am currently working on now. But instead of taking things week by week, I'm choosing to take things month by month. So figured out my morning routine last month. This month, I am focusing more on nutrition. I'm actually taking my vitamins. I was so good at taking care of myself when I was pregnant, like when we were trying to conceive, when I was pregnant, when I was breastfeeding. Oh my gosh, I never missed my vitamins. I always made sure I was eating enough throughout the day. Sleep was obviously hard because that's just hard during pregnancy and postpartum. But now that I'm not like the direct food lifeline for Kaden, if you will, because I'm no longer able to breastfeed, I'm forgetting to take care of myself. I'm forgetting to... Eat wholesome foods. I'm forgetting to take my vitamins, and I don't know why. I think it's okay to put myself on the back burner, and that's something that February is kind of that month where I verbalized to Casey, "Hey, this is what I want to work on. This is what I'd love to work on together." And Casey is Catholic, so he um, practices Lent every year, and so every year we kind of do a little bit more of a challenge on ourselves. Maybe it's something beyond lifestyle. We always take out um, alcohol and takeout, like we remove alcohol and take out food um and so we are going to do that which is towards the end of this month but again those are things that from a lifestyle perspective and a budgeting perspective (laughs) it will be for the positive but I just want to encourage you guys to kind of take a look at the season of life you're in is a diet defining it it's not a bad thing if you guys are choosing to pull in the reins on some things okay that is not what I am saying believe me Right now, I need to pull the reins in on nutrition. Yes, I want to have a lifestyle. Yes, I want to be able to have a drink every now and again, or a few drinks every now and again. Yes, I want to be able to have pizza, things like that. But I'm also noticing that after I do have, and I'm I'm at a point now where I'm no longer binging. Um, I never had an issue with like binging and purging, but I definitely had an issue with, okay, Sundays is my free day. Monday, I'll get back on it. And I would like kind of just, Eat whatever the heck I wanted. There was no portion control whatsoever. It was like, okay, this is the last time I'm going to be able to eat this food ever again. And clearly that wasn't the case, but that's what I would do. So if we ordered pizza, I was like, okay, I typically don't eat this, so I'm going to eat five slices. Whereas last night we ordered pizza and I had a piece and a half and I had two helpings of salad. But I also know that when I wake up after these weekends of maybe not getting enough water, not eating my vitamins or taking my vitamins, maybe having a few drinks, I do wake up sluggish. I do wake up puffy. I don't know about you guys, but I just retain so much water. And it kind of just makes that motivation of wanting to take those steps, it kind of removes that. It kind of removes that motivation. And sometimes it causes me to get down on myself, but I thankfully am in a position where I can kind of rearrange that mindset and be like, hey, I enjoyed myself this weekend. I'm still showing up for myself. I'm still working hard, but I do need to take into consideration more nutrient dense foods towards being able to work for my goals. I think I worded that really weirdly, but you get what I'm saying. So, You know, this conversation I have with my friend, it really did strike a chord because I think a lot of us start to compare ourselves, especially with social media these days. Whether you are trying to lose that freshman 15, whether you are uh, in college maybe and you're just getting ready to go back to campus or next fall or whatever it is, maybe you're in a season that you really do want to change your physical appearance. Appearance. That is okay, okay? None of this is taking away from that. I'm in my postpartum journey. Things are taking a lot longer than expected in terms of like the loose skin, the weight, the measurements, all of that. But I'm also on a different journey than I've ever been on before. Every other season of my life when I'm trying to lose weight or trying to change my body composition, a diet defines it. Whether it's tracking macros, whether it's removing certain food groups, a a diet has quite literally Always defined it; hence why i oh, feel like I've always been on a diet because it's always all or nothing. And I think a lot of us can relate to that all or nothing mentality. But I just don't want you guys to you me again. You guys you know you know that these episodes are very similar to my therapy sessions. Like it's my therapy with myself and being able to get things out in the open. Um, we all scroll social media. We all see, you know who we can maybe compare ourselves to, who's on the postpartum journey, who's also my age, who just got out of college, who's going through this season of life. And we look at them and we wonder, okay, what are they doing? And I always talk about we cannot copy and paste, right? We cannot copy what they're doing and paste it onto ourselves. And that's what this conversation triggered with me. It was just like, gosh, I fall victim of it. Last night, we were sitting watching a movie and I were all targeted, right? And an ad popped up on my phone. I wasn't even on a social media platform. I was just on um I was on the like just a safari. I was just on the internet and I was actually, we were watching a movie and I was trying to Google the end because it was causing me so much anxiety. So I needed to know the ending and I started getting ads or they must've been ads for like blood type diets. And I, I have never even, I've never done that one. That's one I can probably say I've never done, but I Found, I found myself clicking on it and starting to enter in my information because I was just interested in, oh, what would be the best diet for my blood type? Again, nothing against somebody who ha- is, has maybe done that. I don't know any research on it. I read an article based out of Harvard that said there wasn't research on it. I don't really know. I am not quoting this as a diet. However, I'm sitting there literally in- entering in my um, information all the way up until, you know, it for your email address. And thankfully, I was like, Carly, what are you what are you doing? This is no longer the direction you want to be in in life. This is no longer where you know what where you're trying to get. I'm not trying to find a diet that works for me. I'm trying to find mindful eating that I can do consistently and know when I'm hungry, know when I'm full, know how to prioritize my micronutrients, my macronutrients. But I was like, oh my gosh! For me, who I've been on this journey now for years, I have the knowledge, I have the certifications, and I just got targeted. I just fell into that trap. How many of you have done that? How many of you are frustrated with the diet you are on or the journey you were on or how you're choosing to show up for yourself? And so you're already looking at what that next thing is you can do. You're already trying to figure out what that next diet is that's going to work for you. Well, it's working for your neighbor, right? It's working for your best friend. So why wouldn't it work for you? But these diets can no longer define that month of our life or that season of our life. It needs to be our motivation. It needs to be our inspiration. It needs to be our why. Why are you doing this? Why are you wanting to create a change? If it's to fit in those jeans, hell yeah, go for it. If it's to feel more attractive around your significant other, awesome. If it's to be a better mom or a better parent to your child, awesome. If it's that you can walk around and go out with your girlfriends once the bars open back up to feel good about yourself, wonderful. But we need to dig a little bit deeper because what happens once that is satisfied, right? What happens once you reach your quote unquote goal? You can't let that next diet define you or you can't let yourself think, oh, okay, I'm here. Diet's gone because that was hard. I don't want to cut that out ever again. And then we creep back in one pound, two pound, three pound, four pound and find ourselves back where we started, you know, six, seven months later. So I think it's really important for us to kind of reflect on our life. I can tell you, like I said, when I have signed up and paid for Weight Watchers, when I've signed up and paid for uh, Nutrisystem, when I've signed up and paid for Beachbody, when I've signed up and paid for independent coaching to receive macros, when I've signed up, you guys, uh, the list goes on. And again, nothing against any of it. If it works for you, awesome. Amazing. If, I, you know what, all of my transformation girls who are in my group uh, who have done challenges with me, they light me up daily. I'm actually in the process of writing all my girls' thank you notes that they've been wonderful and sent me their home addresses so I can just thank them for being a part of the group because they motivate the hell out of me. They motivate and inspire me because their why is so deep. And they, I mean, now I have girls that have been in my group for gosh, I've been running these groups now for two and a half years. And I have some girls who have been active in them for over a year and a half who just are thriving. But I've also watched them go through multiple seasons. I've watched them go through seasons where they're ready to kind of hit that gas, hit the ground running and really dial things in. And then there's seasons where they they mentally want to kind of release the reins a little bit. So we help them do that. I help them get there. We help them figure out that sometimes turning into our, our mindset and our mental state is where we need to be. Clearly, I have a passion for this because it has literally consumed most of my life. It has consumed the way I think about myself. It's the consumed the way I think others see me. It has consumed how I think Casey sees me. And right now, I'm in a different journey that I've never been on before. I feel amazing. I'm working so hard. Uh, I posted a photo today of me and jeans for the first time in a year and a half. And you know, I got a few people who were really kind, no hate or anything, but you know, just asking, "Hey, I think you look so wonderful. Like, how is this triggering? What did you look like?" Before? before. And you guys, a lot of it's not about comparing myself to what I look like before. From a weight perspective, I'm almost where I was, but my loose skin is different. My stomach is different. My muscle tone is different. My boobs are so different. And so I think sometimes, you know, like last night, I was just kind of sitting there, you know, I was edit- uh, writing out the caption, and I think that's maybe why I clicked on that blood type diet because I was just like, gosh, you know, jeans are still so triggering for me. I still can't believe that I have to potentially buy a size up or I can't fit into where I used to be or I'm donating X amount of jeans because they no longer fit. I think it's important to recognize when there's a season or when there's a A time in your life to let go of those jeans you fit in when you were 16 years old or let go of those jeans you fit in when you, you know, I don't want to say pre-baby because I have seen tons of moms who get into better shape than they were previous to baby. I'm talking about my hips are legitimately an inch and a half wider. Like, legitimately, my bone structure is wider. There's things that are just different. And I also can't compare myself to where I was at. I need to look at the season I am in now and allow life to... Progress forward. I don't want to be stuck in a diet culture for my entire life. I think it's important to learn about mindful eating. Um, I choose to say mindful versus intuitive because if you told your girl to eat intuitively, I'd probably eat all day long because I swear I just can eat like a crazy person. But mindfully, I know what I want and when I want it and if I'm hungry or if I'm just eating because I'm bored, little things like that. So, I could talk you guys near off. If you guys want to know more, definitely just hop into uh, my Facebook group. That is where I do all of my health and fitness chats. I just feel like it's a smaller community and I love all those girls so much. Um, Love all of you. You guys know that you are my people in terms of opening my heart and literally just giving you all the dirty laundry. But in terms of health and fitness, that is definitely where I get more vulnerable um, just because I can relate to the girls when they talk to me about a certain story they are going through. So, um, I've just been working with them and we all just got done with week three of the challenge last week. And that is a big week for a lot of people. It's kind of that turning point of, well, this isn't working or, oh my gosh, look how great I feel. I have all the motivation to hit the gas and keep going. And I just want us to know that a lot of us are going to sit in week three for four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. Okay. The week to week changes is not necessarily what we should be looking for. It needs to be the month to month, the year to year. Who are we trying to grow into? So if you are stuck in a diet that you are unhappy with, if you can see that it is not sustainable, it is not something you can stick with, don't let it define you. Don't let it define this season of your life. Um keep working on you though, okay? You clearly have a drive and a motivation and a reason why you want to change things. Stick to that. Let that be your motivation. Let that be your inspiration to show up for yourself. So I love you all. If you ever want to hear like more about nutrition, I would definitely scroll through my podcast and any of my episodes with Malia. She is amazing and she has just helped so many of my girls. Uh, They've actually become clients of hers. So Anyways, I am going to keep showing up for me, I am going to keep choosing to be on this path that I am on, um, and if you are stuck in a situation you're like, yes, this is me, I'm so tired of diets defining me, know that you are not alone, okay? We've all been there, a lot of us are still there, but let's keep choosing to show up, let's keep choosing to figure out how we are going to find that lifestyle that motivates and inspires and uplifts us and Gets us moving, okay? Remember, not every day is going to be the best. We show up as our best version of ourselves that for that day. And not every day is going to be easy. Our workouts are not always going to be fun. They're going to be hard, but we can do it, okay? So make it a great day. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you. And I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at CarlyAnnDell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.